Welcome, everybody, to I Don't Know About That. Hey, Wayne. Hey, Steve. We're back. here here to talk about the OCTG market today. Yeah, we're a little bit more optimistic than we were a few weeks ago. You can ago. hear it in our voice. Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't say things are recovered yet, but there's actually maybe a couple of signs of life, uh, starting off with uh, oil, Earl. Yes, I mean, uh, what was this, this last week? OPEC, uh, OPEC Matt? and Russia, both. Right. I guess they're two separate deals, and they're uh, probably colluding somehow. <laughs> probably so. The Saudis announced that they were going to cut five. I think total of five hundred thousand barrels a day, which right. is good, uh, which bolstered oil prices. I think they're pushing fifty nine today, something like that. So by that's the time good we news. release this, it will be something different. But uh, which uh, so that's and and again, I think one thing other. Th- in the oil and gas industry, what we're seeing is more related to zoning in on our business, which is the rig count. Rig count has has still falling, but it, the 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 declines are much less than they had been. Yeah, and Steve, we're starting to hear from some of our customers that are talking about going into Q1 and actually adding a rig. No way. Yes. Holy cow. So, I mean, that would be good news. Say or, it ain't so. <laughs> it is so. Uh, and they're talking about even, you know, maybe even going into Q2 where there's the possibility of adding rigs. So, you know, their budget numbers are coming together. Yep. yep. And so they're talking about how they're going to spend their money in the most efficient way. That's uh, really good news. I, you know, I think one thing that's always that's been concerning to me in this industry is is the capital markets that have been kind of running away from oil and gas. Um, I, I, that's something that's been in the news a lot um, where people don't really want to invest in oil and gas. But. It seems like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not an investment banker, so I probably shouldn't say this, but uh, there's some things that are kind of interesting. I mean, uh, Chesapeake, which was just came out with an announcement that they were able to get some uh, refinancing, um, which uh, is going to help them. Uh, so that's a big company that right. was uh, saying they were, had, they were maybe having some some issues, but uh, they were able to get, put some finance together. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how some of these companies can go out and find money. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as easy as it was. No. But, uh, but still, it's there's apparently still money out there to get, and which is, which is again, what, which obviously would help uh, our industry if uh, people would invest back into oil and gas and, and get those drilling rigs turned to the right again. So, so maybe that's what we're – hopefully we're going to maybe see some more of that in 2020 now that we're here on the cusp of the new year. I hope so. You know, even this week, Steve, we got some quotes in where somebody was saying, you know, we're going to drill three wells or we're going to drill two wells. And it's like when? Uh, two weeks from now. Wow. So, and they're, so they're to move they're, that that creates a little bit of optimism on our part. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's that's. And I guess to support that, some, maybe not to support that, but we're all, we also watch those those ducks, the not the quack quack ones, but the <laughs> other ones that uh, the drill and uh, drilled and uncompleted wells uh, and that population has been coming down which is which is i think that's a good sign too uh from the industry from the standpoint of if you're worried about people drilling wells uh the duck population is declining is a good thing for the ctg industry yeah i don't know what the exact number is uh on those ducks from a standpoint of what's the stabilization point on uh will it drop yeah. to a certain level or is it does it level out and then well there's it never goes to zero we know right. that because no. not all ducks are created equal uh right. certainly and some of them those a lot of those wells will never ever be drilled but uh but no i think the fact that that's that population it was increasing for quite some time and now it's starting to decrease maybe that has something to do with the deliverability of products from the permian now the oil uh, there's now no longer the bottleneck 
uh, in the Permian that was was there for oil. Yeah, we're starting so. to see some of those pipelines that were completed. Yeah, and there's still some coming down the you know down the pike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pipeline. I know line pipe market is has been hit pretty hard. Also, as OCTG has been hit pretty hard. I we're not here to speak about line pipe but i think the octg uh, we kind of feel like it's bottoming out and there's some indications and some things that have happened just in the last couple of weeks that would indicate that what are what's what are what's yeah that you know we we would try to watch sort of uh you know products mm-hmm. and say if, for instance tubing in the past has been a leading indicator of where the market was going and what's tubing uh, doing you know, we, we've seen tubing you know decline and then now i think we can safely or optimistically call a bottom to the tubing market. Wow. I mean, I think we've hit bottom with tubing. So you heard it here first. We, we hear the <laughs> we hit the base and then we should start to hopefully see tubing uh, recover sometime in Q1. Uh, but at this point in time, I think we could call bottom on tubing. The next thing we got to watch now is surface casing. Surface, yeah. Because that would be the next That indicator. would be, yeah, for our listeners, that's, and I think most people know what that would be, but that's 13 three eighths and Nine and five eights. Um, yeah, yeah, intermediate casings, nine and five eights, yeah, and things like that. But yeah, so we're gonna be watching that. That you think that'll that'll be the next thing to maybe tighten up? I think that would be the next thing that would be an indicator to us that the market has hit bottom as far as cost or pricing. Yeah. Right there. Well and one is I think there's also some some announcements that just came out uh, from some of our mill friends. Yes, uh, we've had a couple of this week, and probably there might be another one or two uh, before the week's over. Oh, wow. Yeah, and those uh, so uh, OCTG price increases have been announced from the mills, uh, somewhere in the range of 50 to $60, depending on who you're, you're talking to. And, and so it looks like the mills maybe are, are crying uncle from the standpoint of uh, with regards to pricing declines. Uh, they might be saying well, they they just can't afford them anymore. Right. I mean, uh, if you look at the financials, uh, you can tell that, you know, uh, they haven't been profitable on, yeah. in some of these areas, especially. And so and certainly some of, you know, the so the ERW guys in 2018 really got hit hard by high coal prices and they were kind of taken out of the market to a certain extent domestically, at least because of high coal prices. Those coal prices fell precipitously in the last year making the ERW guys more competitive but recently those coal prices have started to climb a little bit which may also indicate that the mills have had enough and they're going to have to go up on their price. You know we saw a few months ago and we called it that coal prices went up a little bit and we thought they would level out and maybe sink back down. Yeah. That's exactly what they did but now we've had three increases uh, in the market and some of it seems to be sticking. Yep. So, yes, coal prices were going up. We projected coals out through June and looked at our numbers uh, about uh, back in October. And actually, we are we are already at those numbers. So I'm surprised that coal is a little bit higher than maybe we expected at this point in time. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's, you know, with regards to the mills, I think it gets they've they had gotten to a point where it's either I'm going to shut down this production or I've uh, or either I get a better price or I'm going to shut down the production and once they shut down the production they're not bringing it back no. until the prices come up. I right. mean once it's once it's down it's down. And so we did see some uh, capacity come out of the market. Uh, TMK Ipsco announced some uh, tr- some shutdowns. I think Tenaris announced some shutdowns, if I'm not mistaken. That, I, that's correct. And I mean, uh, also, 
the uh, the guys that haven't announced have actually cut some shifts okay. and maybe just moved people around, you know, from one area to another area. So the capacity output today is uh, is declining. And that and that does not come back very quickly. No. And so, uh, yeah, so the, I think there's a lot of indicators. Um, uh, we're certainly not saying that the the that this thing is going to turn around in a great deal, but I think we might be seeing the bottom. Yeah. Um, imports are coming down as well. I wanted to throw that in there. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what do you know about imports? So they continue to decline. I mean, uh, the uh, you know, at the first of the year, we were thinking imports were going to be somewhere in that, what, around 220? Yeah. And now, the, what was the latest numbers? I think uh, 141, Kayla? Uh, for October, it was showing 121. 121. Mm-hmm. And November licenses are at 124. Oh, wow. And that's, so, that's and a I pretty think, low number. I think coming into Q1, uh, some of the guys that are, that are importing uh, are going to put the brakes on it. Uh, because these this would have been orders that would have been placed about four months ago. Yeah. And so I think the effect of putting the brakes four months ago is going to show up in the in the first quarter of imports continuing to uh, be at that lower level. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, that those imports coming down, um, order books being light on the mills from the, for the last few months, We've also seen that through the inventory numbers. Inventory numbers have, have come down overall. Well, we reduced our inventories, and I would suspect that the entire you distribution network. Thank you for that, Wayne. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll take the kudos any way yeah. I can get them. Yeah, absolutely. Your team has done a great job of that. Well, so, thank you, Steve. Well, and again, uh, that, that's a, there's a little bit of a natural occurrence from the standpoint of being at the end of the year wanting to avoid uh, taxation issues. But also, I think that coupled that normal occurrence of inventory reductions at the end of the year coupled with a pretty poor market uh, going into the early fourth quarter really i think may may people get accelerate that uh that decline in inventory so any any jump in the rig count at this point um obviously i don't think there's going to be any shortages so don't no, no i'm not saying we're that, not calling that but certainly a tightening of supply and an increasing of demand uh, should bode well for the for the pipe mills at least. I mean, if nothing else, the best thing can happen is we can at least call the floor. Yeah, and then maybe we can start looking at. So anything. Wayne Cox is he's called it. The floor I, has I, been hit. The, I'm calling the floor. All right, this is not the dead cat bounce. Or? It's not the dead cat bounce. All right, no, this is the floor. That sounds uh, good. Now I'm not saying that we're going to see an increase overnight. Yeah, uh, but well, so much, we so much of the tonnage in OCTG is tied to more programs, and and generally those programs um, lag uh, the, I guess, the general market. So, yeah, so I think it, it'll be a slow, slow return to normalcy. But certainly, some of our, our, we we hope our oil and gas friends that are drilling the wells get healthier from the standpoint of of you know capital uh coming their way uh we certainly hope that the demand or maybe i should say the supply for oil can uh, that the saudi things that those those things yeah. help our friends at the oil and gas side uh but also it sounds like maybe we, we you know we're kind of in between so we also hope our mill partners can stay healthy too and and maybe some of these price increases are going to help them get to that point so we can get a more healthy market a more normal market absolutely well, all right. Well, Wayne, thanks a lot for joining me today and all the great knowledge that you always impart. Seasoned. Seasoned. They're your seasoned knowledge. But <laughs> thanks again for joining us on I Know About That. 